Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. Welcome head cannon. to head cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, but I think I'm going to toss it over to Brent. I think I think Brent wanted to introduce this guest, so I will hand it off to you. This is a good friend of the show, Emily Goodson, uh, from high school. She's been on. The Danger Explosion podcast before. It was actually a great episode because it was when we just like tossed out a link, I think on Facebook or something like that. And we're just like, who wants to be on a show on a, on a podcast? And it was, it, was, it was like a weird set of characters. And it was great because Emily, Luke McConnell, and Charlie... Um, Charlie Lind. Charlie Lind were all, were all the guests. And you, my favorite part about it was that you guys like kind of became friends like afterwards. You know, I guess Charlie and Luke knew each other a little bit. Yeah. Well, and we also and found you had, out like, that connections Luke, to, like Luke's family. Yeah, we found out that Luke was in love with my sister. <laughs> yes. Has that been confirmed? It's true. <laughs> yes, yes. It's actually they've they've moved forward with a full on relationship. Oh, just... I feel so bad for Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I know. Also for my brother in law Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she moved. So she moved from one Luke to another. <laughs> Yeah, one Luke to another Luke. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, did you end up, because you were talking about visiting, I know you were going to California or maybe had plans to go to California. Did you end up uh, visiting Charlie while you were out there? Did you see him at all? Oh, yeah. No, we tried to, um, but my schedule was weird, and he, I didn't realize he was, like, an hour away from where I was. I was like, oh, L.A., that's the same city. <laughs> it's not the same city. That's pretty that big. The yeah. Thing. Yeah. And by hour away, you mean like even more hours away because of like a traffic thing. I hear it's like really hard to like drive there. Yeah, it's it's not normal. It's yeah. not what I used to. I'm like yeah. most of the directions in my life have been like turn right by the by the swing or the tree. There's a big red barn, and then you'll kind of go down some rocks. <laughs> right. Or just drive off the road into the middle of the cornfield, and that's... Yeah, that's, that's fine, too. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's after October, and they just feed corn no more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't really know that much about corn farming. Yep. Really, so. Well, I, I had, like, an icebreaker game, but then I forgot, like, I didn't write anything down. Oh, that's all right. I, I, I remembered one question. I remember one question. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, for like all icebreakers, it's, we haven't talked to each other in a while. Yeah. Um, so the name of the game is, and it's only one question, there's only three things to choose from. It's either left, right, or center are your choices. Okay? Ooh. Left, right, or center. I'm going to have to go with center if we're Wait. assuming what I think we're assuming. <laughs> what? <laughs> no? Oh, no. Okay, so then then right. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so your, your choices are left, right, or center. Okay. No context. Here we go. Which one of your father's testicles That's what I thought do it was. you think made you? <laughs> oh, right. There's no question. Right. Right ball? Right ball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know what. So what? what I, I'm confused by the inclusion of center in the in the <laughs> list of of, yeah, a, of possible ball. options. Center ball. You don't have one. You know, everybody's got one. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the taint ball? The taint ball. The taint I, okay. ball. Yeah. Yeah, you're choosing the perennium. It's, is a, little, that what it's, called? A, little, it's a little further back. Yeah. No, that's a flower. It's I a little further back. I'm not really sure. I don't actually spend a lot of time like doing through examinations of anybody's ball sack. <laughs> My dad, especially. Least of all. Least of all. Yeah. Least of all. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's... Wait. So weird. Which one did you come from? Both um, all left. Left, left here too. I feel like, yeah. Okay, can I ask why we all felt so confident in those answers? <laughs> I mean, because it, I like didn't even question it. I was like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we've all thought like, I that mean, was a reasonable question to ask me. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like by my age, you, you you at least for me, I've given this. You give it a bit of thought. I think is is perfectly yeah. normal. You know. I feel like I'm I'm very left-handed. I write with my right. But I do everything else with my left hand. Oh, so I think maybe that's why it's left. So, did you have a twin that you ate? No, but I wonder if like the right sperm died from the left sperm, like oh, colliding. No. <laughs> like he's like he turned left at the perineum, and then he just like. Didn't <laughs> that's entirely possible. Now, see, for me, if you ask me, like where where my children came out of me, left, right, or center. <laughs> I would say center. Center. It was the center over. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, because the the center would be like the. Is that is that a clinical know, is, that, is that a clinical term? <laughs> well, then they get fertilized, but I got I got a and that's the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like you ripped open during childbirth or something. Oh, I did. Like like an like the movie Alien, right? Basically. Oh yeah, basically. Yeah. That's exactly my when I gave birth to my son, the doctor literally said, "Oh my God, that's the biggest crown I've ever seen." <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yes. Yeah, my daughter was gigantic, and so was my son. Really? But <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. They're cute. Yeah, it happened. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So slasher films. This is one of my favorite things. Yeah. So had you now had you seen this movie before uh, you you chose it for the podcast? Um. Yeah, I had seen. Um. I've I've seen some of Christopher Langdon, his work before. Uh, I love Happy Death Day. I think that's great. Yeah. But I'd seen I'd seen parts of it when I I I walked in late when somebody else was starting it and I was like, I have to leave the room because I know this is a movie I'm going to want to see. Um, <laughs> and it's hysterical and I love it. Um, but yeah, so I watched it in full in preparation for this. Nice. And I, yeah. I had not seen it. This was a movie I wanted to see. I've wanted to see since I heard about it. 
and then I, I had not had a chance to see it yet. And then you chose it for this this podcast, and I was like, okay, yeah, perfect. That's that's awesome. So it was. I watched it for the first time uh, this past weekend. So I um, I like that it's sort of in the vein of Cabin in the Woods and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. evil. Yeah. Um, I like that it's funny and it's campy. So Tucker and Dale versus Evil is hysterical too. You guys should watch that. I've I've seen that one. It's yeah. all just like hijinks and and like miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. No, that that one's really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I movie. hadn't seen this movie yet. Like, I was trying to look for it, and the only way I could find it is like to pay to buy it. Oh. And I was like, Corey, where do you where do you stream Freaky from? And he was like, I got it at the library. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, I <laughs> stole my friend's anymore. HBO Max um, <laughs> login. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, not, well, you know, you know, I I had I had HBO you know for a while but then last month they got divorced from amazon like they broke up and parted ways much like luke and rebecca and 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 your sister and her luke you know they 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 got divorced so i lost hbo because it was no longer part of my like amazon bundle so but we i typically go to the library at some point during the week because my kids want to like check out books or movies or video games or something so whenever i'm in there i just tend to any movies I know that are coming up for the podcast, I'll just kind of look to see if they're there. <laughs> so then yeah. I just pick them up while I'm there, and then like I don't have to worry about streaming them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I I I love this movie. I love the I love the homage to all, all the other horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's, it's so funny that way. But I think a lot of these, I think a lot of them um, sort of air that way. Don't get me started on It Follows. I was really, I wanted to, We can you refilm that episode or retake that episode with me yeah. talking about It Follows? Well, yeah, well you know what, let's, let's we do. We can talk about it now. Yeah, I want to hear, hear a little bit. So what was your, what was your issue with our It Follows episode? Well, maybe because when I, maybe I was living in Detroit when, when it happened, but um is it, it, it's such a glaring metaphor that it's about white flight mm-hmm. and about like the, some of the social implications of, uh, A, nobody ever, like the bad guys never run, the monsters never run. It's like a slow creeping, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, the Gosh, I'm pretty sure almost all of those zombies are white. Um, but you also... The other weird thing about that movie is uh, their use of anachronism, Tiffany, mm-hmm. because it looks like it's filmed in, like, the 80s Yeah. Um, in some scenes. But then you'll see a car from, like, 2012 or 2013, 2014, which is, you know, precisely how it live or how it feels to live in cities like that, uh, where it feels like you're in the 80s. But then, surprise, um, <laughs> like, you see a brand new car, which is what it which is weirdly what it was like uh living living there for a while um that's the city that has kind of just stopped mm-hmm. uh and, and it's doing a lot better these days but then you're reminded like oh no it's 2021 this is just a slow this is like the slowest moving hurricane katrina ever right um yeah it's just like in slow scene with like a girl with like a Oh, with, with like a gigapet looking um, e-reader, even look like from the future. Like, yeah, it was like, a, like yeah. it was like a clamshell. Yeah, like the clamshell That's e-reader. Right. I yeah. forgot about yeah, yeah. Like, so it was like even like future stuff. Uh-huh. It was a weird movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, but I thought that was the most um, interesting about uh, interesting thing about that because I remember when I watched it um, with uh, Gabe, and both of us were at one point we looked at each other within about you know forty minutes of the movie starting, and we were like, "What time period is this in?" <laughs> I can't figure it out. Like, at first I thought it was the 80s, then I thought it was, like, the 60s, and then I was like, well, no, this is, I mean, this is clearly present day, and I loved the commentary on, on that, that that's what happens when, you know, talking how these people so very slowly sprawled into the suburbs, and it's about that, like, suburban sprawl, which is where it starts out. Yeah. Um, it starts out in the suburbs and then they sort of make their way into it. Um, and it's a very slow moving thing that kills what it left behind because they take with them, you know, the um, commerce and the uh, wealth and the, you know, people spending money, um, you know, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's probably the most notable thing about that movie to me um, was the, the social commentary. So... Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I appreciate that. I dig it. But we can talk about you. <laughs> no, I think the kind of the anachronistic uh, stuff. I think I think shout out to us and our guests on that episode. But I like your your take on it and reading into it a little deeper. Yeah, I think is is something that that, that we didn't mention on the episode. Who, didn't occur who did also. we talk to about that movie with? Uh, it was my friend. Oh, uh, they made some great points. I forget. I, I, I started to forget guests now, like who did, who was on who what did movie. What, yeah. it's weird. No, it was my friend, it was friend, my friend Allie that I had done stuff with, uh, I, I did stuff at, was it Second City? Or no, I think it was Io. I, did I stuff remember at, her. I did stuff at Io yeah, with her yeah, and yeah. then her, her fiancé, so her, her fiancé okay. Gus. Oh, yes, yes, okay, the couple, we, did the, we hung out with the couple mm -hmm. that time. Okay, yes. cool, I remember this yeah. time. Yeah. They, like they really... They made some really great points too about, especially about the like the sexually transmitted aspect, yeah. and uh, you know, just kind of like slowly following you like a reputation too. Right. Uh, and I think that was like fifteen times or something crazy like that. You they what? They had seen that movie a bunch of times oh. too. Like, it was like oh, watch it. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of me. I watched it so many times. Um, I think I watched it like three times in a period of like a week when I first saw it. I, I love that movie. Ooh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I'll watch it again. To be fair, I watched Keanu like seven huh. times. I haven't, in a that's week a great movie. I haven't seen that one. I saw Keanu. I know it's it's like, is it uh, it's Keegan Michael Key and is it Jordan Peele? It's both of mm -hmm. those guys. And is yeah. is Keanu Reeves yeah. the like the voice of the dog or something? I don't know. No, it's the name of his cat. Oh, his cat. <laughs> so they the voice to, of the dog. They, <laughs> pret they pretend to be uh, drug dealers to get his cat back. Okay, the and, then, the and, cat then, and then and then they they shoot the dog, right? They kill the dog, and then the ghost of the dog is Keanu Reeves has to go exact revenge, right? Isn't that? I would watch that. I'm not lying. <laughs> It's a good movie. It sounds, yeah, it sounds good. Or like Keanu Reeves dies in an accident wherein he's doing his own like uh, stunt work and he's reincarnated in like the lighting guy's dog. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that movie. <laughs> that is a movie I would watch and it would be a buddy comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, gets, he gets dog cancer at the end. 
they have to put him down. No, he gets like another dog pregnant, and then he comes back as Keanu Reeves, and then he has this like really weird attachment to this female lady dog and his like child dog, and everyone's like, "What happened to Keanu? Did he have some sort of mental break?" And they're like, "No, he was a dog for a while, and he fell in love with another dog, and then they had a baby dog." You know, I just I I, the left nut too. (laughs) From the left dog nut, no, I definitely a left nut dog. Yeah, I just I just want to see the scene where like the female dog is like making pottery and the spirit of Keanu Reeves is behind her like you know holding her hands <laughs> like in human form like he's a, my he's love right? <laughs> but it ends up being one of those like viral videos where you know people like sit their dog at a table and then they're like human arms and they're eating food but it's like that where Keanu Reeves is just like behind and the dog looks like he's making a pot or she, <laughs> she right. I don't know is he, would Keanu's would Keanu like boy dogs I can't tell the difference unless I look at their parts yeah like lady dogs don't look much different to me yeah, I just always like it when they when they like will humanize a dog, but instead of like its actual paws, it's like paws on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you just do like paws on a stick. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that when Keanu comes back to, he like just starts randomly like smelling people's butts, and he's just like, oh, oh god, he's like nosing them. Anyway. <laughs> Like, we sorry, should abandon like, this podcast. We should start writing scripts. Yeah, <laughs> That's, it's all recorded. We can just go back and listen. We'll just pull all the ideas from it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we got something here. <laughs> so the so the movie did we did we mention what it was? So it's 2020s freaky, right? I think we mentioned yeah. that. Um, yeah. I don't think we did. Sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. We usually wait till like 20 minutes in, and then people are like, "What movie are they talking about?" And then. <laughs> Uh, you're like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what is the podcast about Keanu now? <laughs> no, but I could do an entire episode about Keanu Reeves. I'd, I'd do a whole podcast. We should have about a Keanu podcast that's about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I think we should just review a bunch of Keanu Reeves movies. I'm down. Yeah, I, I would. I, yeah. I would be down with that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, 2020's Freaky. Freaky, directed by Michael Langdon and. Co-written by Michael Langdon. Chris, um, Christopher then, Langdon. Oh, Michael Langdon's Landon's son, actually. Oh, like Highway to Heaven, Michael Landon? Highway to Heaven, <gasps> Little House on the Prairie, Michael Landon. This was directed by his son, Christopher Landon, yeah. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I was I was uh, not expecting to come across that when I was, like, looking this guy up on... I was like, wait, his dad's fucking Michael Landon? So. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Dude, Michael Landon in like a Keanu Reeves movie, like instead of Keanu Reeves is Michael Landon would be fucking awesome. Because he's kind of built like he'd be an action star, but he's like, you know, like the prayerful dad always. You right. Know? He's he's like the dad, like the dad from Seventh Heaven, shot. except he's like not a molester pedophile. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I know of. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Michael Landon. Maybe he was. I don't know. Well, who was the other preacher dad on TV who did anything? Was it Seventh Heaven? Yes. That, 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 oh, All Heaven Shows. Yeah, All Heaven Shows. Yeah, yeah. So that, that guy, Steve... Of Dawson's Creek. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I never watched... I never watched Seventh Heaven. I don't think. Maybe I did. 
I did watch like one or two episodes of Dawson's Creek, though. Mm-hmm. Why was it Seventh Heaven? Like, is there like a one through six? <laughs> yeah, you... I don't know. I mean, aren't there like there's how many circles of hell? Yeah, but that's like more. Nine circles <laughs> of hell. Nine okay. circles of hell. Something weird happens in the seventh circle. So I'm oh. guessing it's something Fuck weird. Wait a second, though. I want to talk about this because now I'm pissed because there's like seven. There's at least seven circles of heaven. Apparently. So, well, what? Well, why are these circles? What if it's like layered? It could be. And you have to like stair step, like like if you start out and you're kind of a dick, but you you like haven't killed anyone. <laughs> Right. So you just like you kind of you graduate from purgatory to the first level of heaven, and then the seventh yeah. heaven is like it's like a Seven Eleven. Like you can kind of pick and choose things, but you have to pay for them <laughs> um, unless you shoplift in the witch wearing back down. I think yeah. I I think I thought myself in a circle. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's the fourth circle. Well, now I'm just confusion. So it's the fourth circle of confusion is what you're in. Yeah, I am. I am in the fourth circle of confusion. It might actually be the fifth. Okay, I'm looking I've got a problem, a little bit of a problem at the beginning of Freaky. Oh, well, okay. why is that? And it's not a big problem at all. It's just like, in the beginning, of course, he, uh, it, it, it's these characters, these teenagers, and you kind of like are like, started you start to like attach to them okay you commit to them even though the scene is only like maybe five minutes long you're like okay these are the people these are the people and then they just all die (laughs) and then so it's just kind of yeah but no 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 it's not jarring because it's exactly what scream set up because do you remember in scream you have that entire scene with uh drew barrymore and you think, oh, A, she's famous. So, like, first rule of any show where there's a famous person, clearly that person is going to be, you know, either the killer or the hero. And then she dies within the first minute, how many minutes? And then flash forward to Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, yeah. Skeet Ulrich, all those people. Oh, my God, I recalled all of those names. <laughs> right. Matthew <laughs> Lillard. I just thought it would be yeah. awesome if there had been, like, maybe a beginning scene. Is, is the girl's name Emmy? Millie. 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 Millie, sorry. Millie. If, like, Millie is, like, not invited to that party or something like that. And then at that party, that's when those kids get killed. And then, like, Millie could be like, oh, man, I'm glad I didn't. I know I'm a dork, but I'm glad I didn't go to that party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and actually, you could say that that would set up his need to kill her later Mm -hmm. because he missed her at the party. Yeah. Sure. Or maybe she left early. Ooh, that's kind of like an it follows thing where it's like he's got to somehow gotta like get rid of loose ends. Yeah, finish. I'll tell you what though, like if anything, it set up Vince Vaughn's character. I even wrote down like he's really good at serial killing. Oh, I know, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, like I kind of wanted more of him. Yeah. He's like improvising. He's like grabbing things. He's like he's like breaks apart a, a tennis racket and just like uh-huh. skewers a kid's brain with it. Yeah, just like bam. And you know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and I'm really embarrassed to say it, but I have never found Vince Vaughn more attractive <laughs> than as a serial killer and simultaneously a 16 year old girl. <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't know where like where I went wrong, <laughs> but it's like this movie is doing it for me with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. I'll well, take think, either version. I think it's because like he really didn't talk as Vince Vaughn much. No, no, he didn't. Is yeah, that what it so was? I didn't have to be like, Shh. And that was like the, 
But Freaky Friday is, in a way, like you get to see both mom and daughter, um, mm-hmm. how they interact with the world after they've switched. But with this, it was like you just have a silent Vince Vaughn, or the butcher, let's call him, right? The butcher. You have yeah. a silent butcher, and he really doesn't have many lines. You don't really get to know him until they switch. And then it's like he's just like some mindless, like when he switch and he's he's in Millie's body, she's yeah. just sort of like mindlessly like, blah. Yeah. Blood. Well, and and I, I I like that because I was I wasn't sure going into it whether he was like a Ted Bundy Jeffrey Dahmer type serial killer or whether he was like a Jason Voorhees Michael Myers like kind of relentless yeah and it ended up being the latter like he's obviously like relentless force of nature just like psycho killer but then the the where it like there were a couple points where it kind of fumbled for me was where he was manipulative and kind of like playing into his feminine wiles as Millie where he was like, help, help. That's so when he showed a little bit more personality than just a Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees type killer. I was like, wait a minute. It So like it, I, it, it, was, it was like, which is he is, which one is he? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, um, I, I actually totally agree with that. Uh, because one of the, I mean, you, you get the call back to a, Freaky Friday, but also Friday the 13th, which yeah. is Jason. Yeah. And I love that the first time we see him, he's wearing a mask in the same way. Yeah. And I just like that he's just sort of this, like, quiet, like he's just this big, dumb idiot. And I think <laughs> it would have been a really interesting opportunity for Catherine um, Newton, right? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Catherine yeah. Newton? Yeah. To just be this, like, Neanderthal. Right. And just, like... Yeah not dress up in in fact i think it would have been an interesting choice um had she been pretty and popular and then all of a sudden she's taken over by the serial killer and she just is like this grotesque slob yeah it's a good and her friends don't even like really notice because no. that would have been a good idea emily that's a yeah, great yeah. Idea. i absolutely yeah, agree like, they're, they're not paying attention because they're just empty-headed uh, idiots themselves and so she's not saying anything she's basically just hardly managing to grunt and i think that would have been as funny as watching vince vaughn have his first kiss with the teenage boy yeah you're you're absolutely right yeah yeah because because then they'd they'd be like talking about whatever they're wearing or like whatever's trendy and she's like and just like smashes the mashed potatoes and they're like oh my god you're right we should all be wearing mashed potatoes right like yeah they're like they're like doing their makeup and like and then Millie like, has like a mascara pen and she's like, just about to stab it in someone's fucking eye. <laughs> right. <laughs> you like other... they hand her a mascara wand and she's like, she like tastes it and then stabs it into someone's neck. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the only other thing I would have liked to have seen and really it wouldn't have worked if they put this in there, but just to go along the Freaky Friday sort of like thing is that when um, Millie, when Vince, when the butcher is inside Millie, then the mom, like the next morning, the mom like makes her breakfast and like 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 strokes her hair a little bit. Like it would have been, I, I immediately was like, oh, is this where like they kind of help each other by switching bodies? Like, does the butcher now like get that love from a parent that he never had? <laughs> right. I wondered that too, actually, if that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, and one 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 thing I wondered about this movie because I mean, there's an there's an inherent creep factor about like a middle aged dude suddenly being in the body of a teenage girl, right? I mean, there's an inherent... Yeah. But but I really like the fact that it was kind of like a mindless, naive, almost almost 
mentally innocent Jason type character because there's that scene where he like you know he he's in her body and and he like grabs she grabs her boobs but it's like it's not sexual at all it's just like it's it's like curiosity it's like what are these so I thought I thought that was a really good way right it's like how many licks does it take to get to the dinner with Tootsie Pop like he's <laughs> never got that far with a girl he just always murders them <laughs> right that well that's that's the thing and with a mindless killer like Jason or or Michael Myers or whatever like they're they're asexual right so there's no so there so that I really yeah. like. I thought that was kind of. I don't. It must have been intentional, or I'm sure they had. They must have thought about it to where there was no creepiness as far as that goes, because he was that kind of like asexual psycho killer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you look at a lot of the sociology of those, like the women being murdered in these slasher films, the the sex is is it's there. It's it's it, there. There is penetration. It's just. Right. It's with violence yeah. and not with uh, sex. Right. Oh, but yeah, yeah. and uh, but I love that. I I I love the idea of. Um, I, I was also disappointed every time she would get a little bit manipulative because I was like, no, because if Jason Voorhees was actually, I think it'd be really interesting if he woke up and looked down and didn't even think anything of it. Like he was just like, yeah, I mean, it's another Friday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in another body. Yeah. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> yeah absolutely i thought it would be really funny if she's the only one that's like really alarmed and he's not at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> like business as usual gotta go kill some people <laughs> all right yeah i i totally agree although i i thought it was i think it was a little misplaced and i think i would have rather rather seen the kind of movie we're kind of talking about <laughs> where where it is like more right but I thought it was interesting to where he comments on how like weak her body is compared to what he's used to. And then oh, yeah. co- conversely, she experiences just like she like accidentally like just kind of pushes a kid away and he flies across the fucking room just because mm-hmm. she's not she's not used to being that strong. You know, I thought if they were going to give the Jason character like some kind of personality, I thought that was an interesting thing to explore. And and maybe they could have even explored it a little bit more, to be honest, you know? Yeah, because ultimately, she, her getting put into his body creates a confidence in her, I would assume, after the fact, after the movie's over. Yeah. She's grown a little bit in confidence and and just, like, knows a little more about herself, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, I think it would have been, I, I would have, the other thing that I would have liked to see now that we're just going to go ahead and rewrite this, this, <laughs> this whole, this whole episode is just one big headcanon. I think it would have been really interesting if she was like, uh, for example, that what's the scene with Cameron from, uh, <laughs> from the shop teacher. Oh, yeah. Ferris yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if it would have been really funny is if he like, or if, as Millie, he goes in to like pick up the teacher and throw him against a wall, and it's like, yeah, yes, yes, and then, like like uh, uh, and then finally just like steps back for a minute and then sees a hammer and just picks it up and just smashes this guy's face in. Like, okay, well, yeah, I don't have the same strength that I used to. Right, but um, I figured it out. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's more creative that way. Yeah, exactly. Like the necessity is the motherhood of invention kind of thing. Like <laughs> that's where like. Jason Voorhees uh, thinking of his limitations then goes a different route and the serial killer part like it opens up then okay now manipulation is the key and so that's yeah. been like he's beginning to like 
the popular football player boys. Like if I just act like a total slut, like they'll accept me and I can begin to kill them more. Yeah, which would have been a really interesting thing to discover and not just to have happen. So, like, you know, in the the first scene where she wakes up and she's the serial killer and then just immediately, like, goes in to get dressed. And I think Jason would have gone in and just been, like, a sweatshirt with some weird pants. Like, whatever is in the way. Like, clothes, clothes, that's all that matters. But then goes to school and has maybe an interaction with a boy who's kind of rapey and finds out that that is something available to him yeah. to use as his body. And then he's like, oh, since I don't have physical strength, like maybe like someone sees her boob or something like grabs her and they're like, looks for a minute. And he's like, oh, you wait, did you like that? Right. <laughs> so, and starts learning to like learning to use sexuality and the, the femininity that he's like been bestowed <laughs> and has yeah. to do same thing. Like necessity is the mother of invention that, I can't throw somebody into a wall anymore. So if I show them my boob, I can stun them for a right. second. No, and that's and that's great because that because there's that scene where and it's you like, have like a fucking corkscrew right now that you're like just you're like stabbing it in the air. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I do. The next movie is just gonna be your like forensic files episode. <laughs> no, it's just it's got a bottle opener. It's just a bottle opener. That's all. I'm just I'm playing with the bottle opener. Open on his bottle opener. <laughs> he had it at the corkscrew between his fingers, you know, like you do before you stab someone in the neck. <laughs> and you're just like casually talking about a horror slasher movie, you're like, oh, I got a corkscrew. Yeah, all right, okay. you know, I'm putting the corkscrew down. It's going over there. You can play with. Oh, I've got my fidget. <laughs> no, but there's. God damn it. No. Um. Oh, but so there's the scene in the hallway where she and Vince Vaughn like see each other for the first time after the yeah. switch. And then the cops are coming down the hallway and it's, it's kind of a fun unexpected moment when she's like, help me, help me. But totally not in character, totally not what Jason Voorhees would do. Where did he learn to be so manipulative? So I think you're right that if they had shown some kind of progression into mm-hmm. like, even in Jason Voorhees is like perpetually, you know, six year old brain or however old he was when he drowned, like c- gradually oh, yeah. learning you know, these new tricks. Yeah, it would have been better, I think. Can I ask you guys a yeah, clarifying I... question about the movie? Yeah. yeah. So I want to know, like, when this happens in the movie. Do you remember when, like, the um, like the Wanted posters come out for The Butcher? Yeah. Yeah. And they look just like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, like, uncanny. Is that because Vince, the Butcher's inside Millie explaining to a policeman, like, what the Butcher looks like? And that's no, why I don't think it happened there. then, did it? I, was, I think she, she was because she when she gave the description, she saw they have the scene when he's on top of her in the football field, where um, where she the like the lightning flashes and you see clearly his face and she rips off his mask, and the body switch doesn't happen until the next morning, so yeah. they sleep on it. Right. Know? I wonder if, if then, maybe if maybe we're supposed to believe that the sister got a better like look that. at them, a, a better look at him than she probably could have. Right. Cause the sister fires the gun and like scares him away. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's right. but yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure where that drawing comes from. Yeah. That's a good question. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good question. I just thought that, that was like a connection. I kind of made it. I was like, Oh, maybe like that's like Jason Voorhees again, like getting rid of, the, <laughs> you know, Right. Well, actually, and th- and that brings up a good question. Like, if it, and I don't think it 
based on what we saw in the movie, I don't think it was Millie. I don't think it was him and Millie's body giving a description of his own physical appearance. However, if it were, I because it's kind of confusing, like, when they're fighting each other at the end, because they're trying to switch their bodies back, and he's, like, fighting them, I was, I was kind of like, what's his motivation? Wh- like, why isn't he just on their team? Because he's commented on how weak this body is, and I, I mean, I almost feel like he'd be happy to get back in his own body. I Toward the end of the movie, I was like, why is he fighting them so Like, why doesn't he work with them to get back in his own body, you know? Yeah, I didn't think that. But maybe, maybe it's because he's now realized, oh, I've got this better thing. Maybe. Well... Yeah, especially if you if they had done um, a more progressive show, show the progress of learning your strengths. Yeah, and, and and maybe it's like, oh, I never needed to throw these men into walls. All I had to do was like flash a little titty. Like pop titty out. Like yeah. This is so much easier. <laughs> I want candy. Yeah. And it's like, and it's really like learning how to be like more sexy. And, yeah. you know? oh, oh, that, would be, that would be the most hysterical montage. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, what? This, 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 <laughs> like in the dressing room and about to stab the, about to stab the clerk with his like, oh, wait, a restraint, okay? <laughs> like putting on a new sundress. Like, yeah. yeah, like they throw her a little halter top and it like lands on the knife. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, this this conversation reminds me of, uh, you remember the movie Half-Baked? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, at the very end of that movie, they're, like, fighting with the drug boss and, like, whatever. And he's got those, like, ninja kung fu hench women who are fighting him. But anyway, one of them, their boob pops out. And the whole the whole scene just freezes for a minute. Everybody stops. And and Dave Chappelle goes, oh, shit, it's a titty. <laughs> It kind of it reminds me of that scene in Half Bay. Like uh, that's amazing. I love that scene. Well, but I also I like the you know so many people when they talk about this movie they talk about um, the gender roles and the gender bending and you know a man in a woman's body, a woman in a man's body, and um, I also think that it's a really interesting. You know, we were talking about how he she discovers confidence in in becoming masculine, and he discovers. Uh, Kind of how to use wiles, essentially. Wiles, yeah. Um, which I also think is a really interesting commentary on on privilege and the privilege of masculinity, but also the sort of underhanded privilege of femininity and how you know having this literal strength, she has confidence because she didn't she didn't know that she could just put in a very little effort and then cause great change, yeah. which I think is something that a lot of women, you know, don't experience that. And and that's, that's even when, when you're up against, you know, for a job with a man and he makes more money, like there's, there's that obvious uh, connection, but then him sort of discovering his weakness and then learning to use it for better or <laughs> for better. <laughs> <laughs> if better is, is the word you want to use. <laughs> it allows him to, further his agenda in uh adolescent aside right yeah yeah well and i was curious and there was one point at one point somebody says it in this movie where i think it's her friend because she's got her two friends and one of them those amazing cliches total cliches yeah that's a that's another conversation we should get to but at one point i think you're big black um, was it Black Wiener when that came? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I like, <laughs> yeah. Black Wiener. Yeah, I was like, whoa, <laughs> all right, okay. It's but, a wiener dog. Yeah. 
There, yeah, there were a few points in this movie where I was like, nobody would ever actually say that in real life, but whatever. Right. Um, no. But, oh, but no, he says, you know, strength doesn't come from your size. It comes from inside or whatever, which which is a good message. And I, I think there may be some truth in that. But I was wondering, I kind of want to get your perspective, because for me, as like a, a big dude, and I'm like, I'm not a tough guy, like I'm not prone to fighting or like whatever, but like. I'm fairly comfortable walking around the streets of Chicago at night by myself. I really don't. I have very little concern when I'm anywhere about anybody physically assaulting me. Not because I think I could kick anybody's ass. Like if somebody wanted to, they could probably kick my ass or kill me. But I don't worry about anybody even trying because I'm a fuck. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So. so Jot that down in my handy thought book. Yeah, yeah. So feel free. Feel free. but, but, so I don't, like, I just don't experience that, like, those thoughts of being, like, physically intimidated by the people. So I'm curious to hear your thought on it, uh, because I, I, because there's that line in this movie where it's like, oh, strength doesn't come with, from your size, it comes from, and I was like, yeah, okay, to some extent, sure. But also, like, there is such a thing as physical strength and, like, ha- and not feeling secure in certain situations yeah. when you don't have that physical strength, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I'm five foot four and I'm not I'm not I'm not the biggest person I know. So I don't I mean I don't I don't fuck around when it comes to safety. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna walk around like Chicago by myself in the middle of the night. Um or, or really anywhere though. That also goes for, you know, Bloomington or Frat Party. Like yeah. it goes for any place for me because the truth is no matter no matter what my skill set is or what kind of weapon I may or may not have, somebody that's stronger can wrestle it away from me. Or, uh, I mean, frankly, you just have to wrap me in a bear hug and I just, I would crumble just like <laughs> dust. Um, and, and I, and I think that there's, um, I think a really interesting shot would have been like as a camera angle is Vince Vaughn like walking down a dark alley, like looking around and having someone else be afraid of him. And he's like, ah, ah! and there's like this, like he's like someone following me. Yeah. Or yeah. like um, even, even more interesting would be that she's following him and now she's the thing. She, the, the physicalized body of her to herself is Vince Vaughn has become like the opposite of everyone's fear. <laughs> like I, I would not be afraid of that girl was following me down an alley. Right. I'd be like, do you want to hold hands, stranger? Yeah, we'll yeah. get through it together. Yeah, no matter no matter how tight her ponytail is. You know, oh it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Just, yeah. She's super cute. And I loved the like the Carrie reference with the blood spattered face and the red jacket too. Yeah. Oh so yeah. good. Yeah. She's supposedly this nerd, which I did not buy that she was not super hot. Or, oh, sorry. I didn't buy that she wasn't super popular because that girl's fine. And yeah. even when they, like, nerded her up, she was still hot. Right. Yeah, it was, it was like a total, like, exactly she's like all Sharon that Stone. or, like, any movie where they do that, you know? Yeah, she did look like a young Sharon Stone. Like, it looked like it looked like they somehow superimposed Sharon Stone's head at, at points. It was just, like, uncanny. Oh, yeah. It's like weird. It's like I'm looking at Sharon Stone right now. Like they uh, like, superimposed her face on like a on like a teenager's body. It was really strange to me. It took me a while to like get out of that. Stop thinking about that. It's weird that you say that because that is my yeah. most commonly googled phrase. 
Screw on you if you kept the corkscrew on you, right? That's really fair. Yeah. You know the thing is though, I'm not nervous because I'm actually a 45 year old man in this body. <laughs> and I'm a serial killer, so yeah. right. I'm not I've heard that like people who get attacked by dogs, like it's just them being scared, and that's why they lose and get like horribly mauled. But like we oh, have yeah. arms and hands and fingers, and the dog, man, it just has its mouth. Like if you yeah. just play like, dogs attacking you, forget how big it is. I mean, the biggest dog you could probably poke it in the fucking eye around the dog's <laughs> neck. You could freaking kill it immediately. Yeah. When people freak out. I would freak out. I wouldn't know. I would. My initial thought wouldn't be like, I need to kill this dog with bare hands. You know? <laughs> Where? Good, good talk. Good talk, good man. <laughs> The Artie. femoral Artie. Artie just over. <laughs> it just gushes blood, and I sit there. There's a door on the ground. There's my leg over there, and I'm just sitting there, like, oh fuck, my leg just got cut off by a car. Also, space. I'm afraid of outer space. Uh, yeah. Well, you could probably just not go. No, I'm not gonna go to space. No. If somebody told me right now that, that Earth was gonna like catch fire and everyone was gonna die, but I had a chance to go to space and die, like be okay, <laughs> I would be like, I will take the Our Lady of Perpetual Fire on Earth. Right. Yeah, and be be the ruler of Earth for for a short time. <laughs> yeah, we'd call it like Earth Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Earth, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> That's the furious percent. Earth, Tokyo Drift. Millions are like, what? What's the context? I like that. I like Earth 2, Tokyo Drift. Uh, that's great. And somehow Vin Diesel is like there with me. Yeah, he's like, it's okay. We're family. We're family, get there. Family's, family's tougher than an apocalyptic catastrophe. 
Right? There's only one kind of beer we drink in the apocalypse. <laughs> oh god, that's so funny. All right, so yeah, let's talk about the let's talk about the stereotypes of like oh. of because this this movie had so many like hat tips. It, it like it went overboard a few times. I was like, oh, okay, like we're. I started like marking down all the you know you have the like gay best friend right. the you know she has her friend is black and you know she's this you know little white girl who we're <laughs> supposed to feel sorry for because she's not popular and I'm like she's fucking hot she's going to be popular we all know that we went right. to high school come yeah. on um yeah and her, her her extracurricular is she's the mascot the ma- that yeah, was so that unexpected was because she's also they put they 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 um, build her to be introverted and shy, and I'm like that kid's not going to be the mascot. Yeah, uh, I did like that they were the beavers, which to me was really funny because when they started doing the chant about like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna beat you with our all of our beavers, and I was like, is that like a call out to the final girl? Like in all these horror movies, there's a final girl, and it's always that the girl or the beaver, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Because that's another word for vagina. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Uh, what? I didn't know that. Wait, is it is it a, is it a reference to the to the left, the right, or the center vagina? It's the center the because center. beavers okay. have the teeth in the middle, two teeth in the middle, and that's the clitoris. Oh, okay. I did a lot of research on this. Guys. <laughs> Sounds like it makes so much more sense now. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually. I didn't. I'm Animal. not sure. I'm not really sure. Damn how that works but yeah so you have I, I felt like there was a Carrie reference you know there's the Jason reference yeah I was trying to find um uh Psycho I I don't I don't know if there was a Psycho reference however Vince Vaughn played Norman Bates in the Psycho remake well and wasn't there like an American Psycho reference with like all the not like the knives oh there there may have been I know I I feel like the I know that there was a hook used in I Know What You Did Last Summer. I don't I, And Candyman. And Candyman. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah, Candyman, yeah. And I know what you did last summer, yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they had a chainsaw. He used a chainsaw at one point. Um, there's the scene in the beginning where he hangs the girl on the thing on the wall, just like in um uh what was it? Which one? The second was it the second one or the first one with Jason? Yeah, I feel like uh, it's just Jason. The hills they hang someone on like some meat hooks or something like in that. the hills have eyes yeah there's a lot of people hanging from things <laughs> i like that, that that the butcher like threw that spear or whatever it was by the way that house was so amazing because it was like hey thanks for coming over to my dad dad's house who's like a collector of like crazy war implements <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's really what happens to have this like haunted <laughs> Knife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was it? Ladola. Ladola. The Ladola. Ladola. Yeah. The- oh, and then the the one the one thing that I uh, that I did read was also in the mill where Vince Vaughn was living. There's like a little doll with pins in it. Like, uh, what's his name? Head. Pinhead. From Jigsaw. No. What's that movie with the guy? He's all like he's all white and he's got like the pins coming out of his head. A pinhead and Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he had like a bunch of dolls with like pins in their heads and shit, uh, yeah. which was cool. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's and when he when he woke up, it was that scene where because I, I was I was I wasn't completely sure, but it was that scene where he woke up. I was like, okay, we're doing a Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers type 
relentless yeah. force of nature killer, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, I, I think they should have taken that aspect a lot further yeah. and then only show the evolution of that character through progress rather than having it just, like, be a natural instinct for him. Because I also feel like if you put Jason Voorhees in the body of a teenage girl, he might not even recognize it. Right. <laughs> right. He might, yeah, right. he may not realize what's happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I thought that was really funny. But I also liked Brunt's idea where you have, because Freaky Friday is so much about, um, like, the family kind of having to rediscover one another and get to know each other again after whatever. Because isn't the original one, um, uh, the mother and the daughter, like, on, on outs to just like, just like this one? Yeah, that, yeah. I think it's. Yeah, it's the mother and the daughter, right? Yeah, I know in, in Freaky... I, I, I know, yes, that's true in the version with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. There, is there... There's an older version yeah. than that, though, isn't there's there? There's an older version of it. Which I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't remember it. I know I've seen it, um, but I don't remember it. But Does I thought it would be really funny if... Have, like, Anne of Avonlea or something like that? Or maybe Heidi? The movie Heidi? Did I see that those? Was no, no, that was a Little Girl. Oh, it was the same actress? Movie. I think it's one oh, of those yeah. are you think, are you talking about why am I thinking Haley Mills, but that's not it. I don't remember uh, the name. I don't remember the name either. I'll I'll find out later. Um yeah. also gonna tell you guys though. I thought it would be really funny if like Brunt said, um, you kind of they sort of end up helping each other, but I love the idea that like the mom comes in the day after, you know, she, she he has first taken over her body and like like you know the scene when he, she sort of tussles her hair mm -hmm. and I thought it would be really interesting if you played up to this like almost animalistic aspect of of Jason Voorhees or that character and have him like almost like like lean into it like a dog <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then well, he, he like he keeps coming back not for the girl's body he wants to keep the body because he like found a mom oh yeah and he, Norman and, Bates. yeah and that's he, what he, I like, thought that's exactly how I thought it he, he keeps going up and like nudges her with his hand yeah. or with his yeah, head yeah, yeah. I like because he had been a dog in another life <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or, which is also really interesting because Jamie Lee Curtis was in Freaky Friday the remake of Freaky Friday and Jamie Lee Curtis is the like ultimate final girl yeah yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, she. Yeah, she's in all the Halloween movies and the Fog uh, Prom Night. All. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the original Scream Queen. One of them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. But was there? Well, before we jump into head cannons and kind of move on, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about uh, in this movie or or with this movie? I want to talk about the kiss. Yes. Oh I'm yeah, in the, in the back of the car. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. That was really fun, but the uh, the other thing that I thought was really um, kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Corey, which is that like how do you escape the creepy factor of a grown man in a teenage girl's body? And I thought that that was like the one time they went ahead and like went with it. Yeah, because it's kind of creepy. Then the opposite to have a teenage boy kiss a. Is like a, a middle-aged man, right? <laughs> uh, because they did that for the movie. I don't know how old that kid was, uh, but I thought that was—I um, thought that was a really interesting decision, and um, I, I was really grateful that they put it in because it just made me like like Vince Vaughn, but also not like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm glad this is the movie in the movie, but I but I hope you're not like really doing this. Yeah, I'm also getting kind of weird. I'm feeling kind of strange about it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. What was your What were your thoughts, Brent? About that in particular? Yeah. Or no, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, how, like, yeah, it was just like kind of opening the doors to like, okay, this boy, this this teenage boy is like, he knows that that the it's not really the butcher, it's his Millie, you know, and so. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's it's exactly what you said, Corey, which is like the power comes from inside. Um, and I think that it, it goes right back to that well, when you're talking about gender is the woman he loves is inside. Yeah. And that's that's not her, just like the power um, and the strength that people find. Um, and I, I thought that was a really like interesting way to make a really sweet point in the creepiest way possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Because because Vince Vaughn did such a good job and he really sold it as Millie. Like yeah. I, I got to be honest, it it didn't seem creepy at all. Like visually, no. it wasn't like anything you'd expect to see, but but Vince Vaughn really plays Millie to where it, like it didn't feel creepy to me. But mm-hmm. so I I think like in that scenario like yeah, it's not creepy at all in the reality of that scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But you know, but I feel like you, you might have this, like, uh, I, I don't know. I could see like the, uh, you know, a certain part of society, typically more right-leaning people who want to like play bad faith with gender roles and like, oh, well I, you know, I, uh, I identify as a helicopter or I identify as a, a hippopotamus or like, oh yeah, I'm a 45 year old man, but I identify as a 17 year old girl. So why can't I make out with little boy? So it's like, I, like it, the scene wasn't creepy, but I could eat, like I, I could feel like you could read it a number of ways, especially if you were like one of those people if who want, wanted to. if you wanted to read like a bad faith argument into it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never understood that, like when people are like, "Oh no, you like guys are getting married. No, one's just gonna marry their dog," and I'm like, "Okay, so what? <laughs> right. If Keanu could do it, so can I." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those two things are not comparable. Uh, because a dog can't consent. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, a dog can't consent in the way that a human can. So, well, it's so who was was it? Uh, Glenn Beck, or it was like some right wing, or I think maybe it was Rush Limbaugh, but Rush Limbaugh, Jesus. But who was like? He was like. Uh, he was like, yeah, the liberals, the left, they've got this. You can do anything you want, as many people, anything, any hole, whatever you want, as long as you've got one word, as long as there's consent. Anything else, they're totally, and he, like, thought he was, like, burning, and, and, but, but the general response to it was, like, yeah, yeah, yes, you're, you're, no, you're, that's, like, that's it, that's what we're saying, you're 100% <laughs> correct, like, you think you're saying something, but, but you're actually just right for once, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, one of, uh, someone in my family, whose name I won't mention, uh, <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it rhymes with Terry, I'm just kidding, um, uh, made a comment about like oh you know now if a boy just wants to be like the best soccer player he can just you know dress up like a girl a girl soccer team and i was like i just don't know know that that's a a thing that boys are doing or girls are doing like why would you do that right (laughs) in that movie ladybugs yeah (laughs) (laughs) with rodney dangerfield (laughs) oh yeah it's like ladybugs yeah Yeah. he had the best line in that movie because like at one point um he goes over to someone's house and they're just like all this like like these toys and stuff out on their lawn like like and he's like oh my god it looked like the trees threw up (laughs) it's like like, all this like stuff anyway i love that movie lady oh i love that interesting experience i went to bloomington today 
I went to this. I went to like the best park I have ever been to in my life. Is it the one on Cascades? What's the name of it? Do you remember? No, but it's got all these like ropey things, and it's like in you the, like the ropey tower. Yeah, it's so yes, awesome. I went to that one, and there's like there's like a place to charge your Tesla. <laughs> oh, at this park, you know? No, are and you talking about Switchard? Maybe I forget the name of it. I, I, it's on I, the B line. I think it must be on the B line because it seemed like the like trails. There's a skate park there. Yeah, yeah, and there's a dog park, and there's like and a there's bunch a of. Park. Yeah, I went there and it was amazing. And like, right. and then at the end, Scarlett, my eight year old, was like, oh, "I need to go to the bathroom before we left." You know, I was like, "Oh, great, great." And so like, we walked to the bathroom, and and it's you know it's it's, a, it's still a, it's a nice park, but it's still a park bathroom. Yeah. I'm not gonna go in there if I don't have to. You know, it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> But like, that as, is as one adult, toilet I'm not going to snort drugs off of. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I actually did smell weed, like, from one end of it. I was like, ah, this is gross. And so, like, my daughter goes in, and I'm standing there at the entrance. I noticed the sign says, all genders. And yeah. I thought, that's so nice and progressive. <laughs> and then, like, as, like, I'm finishing the thought in my brain, like, these, like, three sweaty like sunburned like gross dudes like walk in to where she oh, jumped no. in there and i had this like horrific thought of just like i am being so terrible I'm, I'm a monster i'm a monster for thinking that but i was like fuck that like i still need to go in there and i think sure they should have see some sunny balls you know three bathrooms a left a right and a center that's yeah, right exactly no, it, there should be a pee bathroom, a poop bathroom, and then like a, hey, you just don't want to have to talk about it bathroom. <laughs> and that's like the, that's the like, I ate some really weird like Portuguese food. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. I think I'm bleeding. Right, yeah. <laughs> And there's like it's just the only thing in there is like a toilet and a good day, <laughs> and a shower for worst case scenario. <laughs> oh man, and just, yeah, just a line somewhere. of them. No, no doors or anything in between. It's just no. Actually, and I'll tell you what. That bathroom just, just you know, like everything was. It was like you know those like family restrooms. Yeah. It, it were like you go in like you lock the door. It was like a set of those. Yeah. Exactly. So like yeah. It was like it was fine. It still smelled like shit, but like it was fine. I totally support that. We could we could actually start a side company where we just review public toilets. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a market for it. I think yeah, there is a market for it, and we could we could base we could base our marks on like would I or would I not do drugs in this toilet? (laughs) Right? Would I? Would I snort anything off of the seat? <laughs> yeah, you just you just got to create an app that people can download. I think it's I think it'll take off. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely. I think it's so positive. You are like, yes, I did snort something. Off of <laughs> In fact, I did, and I licked it when I was done. <laughs> yeah. Waste Nothing. not, waste <laughs> not, want not. And then you're like, I give it three licks, and like three little tongues like pop up on the screen <laughs> to the center of the tootsie pop, and it's just a big turd in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, kids. Don't do drugs. Uh, that from people you don't know or like toilets <laughs> or trust. I guess I don't know. I saw a picture. I saw a picture. I think on Reddit, maybe. And it was a woman, she was giving birth in, a, in like a, a, a tub, like a water birth. Mm-hmm. And, and the husband was next to her in the water. And then 
which is okay. But then also their daughter, their like little like seven year old daughter was in there, and the picture was the daughter slurping the water, like she had her face and making the puckering lips of slurping, like <laughs> slurping the water after. The, and, like, the mother has this like beautiful baby like like resting on her chest, <laughs> and then there's just like smegma. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the entire the entire tub is just like afterburner. Right. And, yeah, the, and the, it, was, with it a, was not the color of water. <laughs> with a maraschino cherry on top for some reason. Like, nobody knows <laughs> yeah. how it got there. <laughs> and then like a neighborhood coyote. <laughs> just, like, oh, that's right. I get like the afterburner. Right. They're like, yeah, hey, come back here with my placenta. And I had some friends who had their placenta, uh, like, turn dried out and, like, put into oh. capsule forms to eat. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I just would rather have some Cheez-Its or something. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to each their fine. own. Like, I don't see the need for, for it, but, you know, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, so weird. That's not that. That's not something I want to do. I mean, I would have like had a robot deliver my baby. I'm I'm really yeah. into technology. Like, oh, yeah. Do it for me. Right. Wonderful. Well, talk about one more thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. One last um qualm is that the word uh, I had about the movie was at the very end. Something that never wrapped up was like the mom's alcoholism. <laughs> oh yeah, like, everything's fine in the world, but this poor lady is still, like leaving her daughter at school, probably. Right. Like, yeah. To get murdered. Yeah. To totally just get murdered by a, like a serial killer. They did. They kind of just were like, "Oh, don't worry, she's figured it out. Alcohol's not a problem." Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody learned their lesson. Millie learned how to be strong. Her mom learned not to drink alcohol. <laughs> but it was like a big thing in the beginning. Even like the cop sister is like, oh, mom's asleep again. You right. know, yeah. the cell phone dies. And let's also be clear that if you're going to undergo trauma to the level that your daughter has been almost murdered, your husband's dead, you had a guy in your house who tried to kill you, threw you over a table, like threw a TV at your other daughter. Like, if anything, I'd be drinking more. <laughs> right, yeah. So here's my contribution to the, the scene after this that I want to see. Okay, I so this, see, this, so like, this is this your, really your head canon, maybe. story in like a like a 28-day program where everyone's like going around the table and they're like, yeah, I was drinking so much. I'm, you know, I lost my family and I lost custody of my kids. I don't know why I'm – that's a joke. But that's a weird joke to make. <laughs> and then the and mom boys, is like – well, serial killer swapped bodies with my daughter. <laughs> and it's like her, her giving her lead as she's like going through the twelve steps. <laughs> right. And telling, oh, that's another, that's another call out. Actually, is Chucky? Wasn't Chucky the soul of an escaped ser- like serial killer? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, a, a dead right. serial killer. Yeah, transferred into the doll. Yeah, yeah. It's like a one-sided Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just call it free. <laughs> Fre- <laughs> <Frucky>. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Frucky. I'm not really the idea guy here. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't. They didn't wrap up the alcoholism. Uh, no. Which I think it would be really sweet too if it was just like this really nice like sequel to the show, where you know mom gets sober and they're all really good friends, but then they have this like terrible relationship. Like they this this terrible 
trauma. Back this older movie. But it's but yeah, it's, so, it's just wonderful. it's just like a slow burn drama though. Like there's yeah. no there's no horror or comedy aspect to it. No, no, Every it's like Vince like, by the sea. Vince Bond was in you and you were in Vince Bond. <laughs> <laughs> And the only indication you have of it are like these newspaper clippings that are framed around their house. It's like teenage girl murder serial killer, and the mom's like, "I just have to tell you, I've always resented how much time you took away from your father." Oh my god! You have this like huge intervention scene, but then like they have the like Ladola like on the mantle, like a like a rifle for people who hunt, and they just don't explain any of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they never fixed the table after the mom broke through, and there's a huge blood stain on the carpet from where Vince Vaughn died. Right. <laughs> Which is just, yeah, it's a constant reminder of their trauma. I get it. It's so deep. It's it's a metaphor. Yeah. Exactly. It's so great. Also, I have a like, there was, a, there was a whole, like, I'm sorry, I talked over you. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, that's all right. I said we yeah. could call it Goodwill Hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gets like a um, he gets like a big bloody thing on his shoulder too yeah when he stabs like her with ladola yeah is it only with that or like i th- i think it's just just in that moment where they were kind of like but as they were switching bodies i think is what it was because because they both get injured later and it doesn't injure the other one so i think it's just in that moment which was which was yeah. a really cool moment where it like the scenery kind of changes to like where they're on, on top of this, like Aztec temple or whatever for a, a, right. a couple of seconds. I like that. Yeah. And that makes sense because that, that man who collected the stuff could have collected it near where he lives. Therefore, like maybe the Aztec temple was buried under the football field. Well, that's what I, for, that's what I thought at first. And then it happened again when they, when they changed over and I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I was I like, maybe it. I don't know. Yeah, and it just opens a door or a portal or something. Yeah. So. I thought that was really fun. I think a lot of people thought that was cheesy, but I thought it was really fun. Yeah, I like it. Do you think it. that when the portal opens, like the people from back a long time ago, the Aztecs, they see like in the clouds, like they open up and then there's these like Americans. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like Vin- Vince Vaughn's giant face in the sky. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, what? Yeah, the teenage girl. <laughs> And they're like, ah, someone's got Ladola again. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's like actually what their mythology is based on. Like Quetz, Quetzalcoatl or whatever is just actually yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's got like pictures of and, like, some American teenagers on the walls. <laughs> so great. That'd be amazing. They have like a they have like a poster, a swingers poster in one of their temples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It opens up all of Vince Vaughn's stuff is like suddenly in the clouds. They're like the night movie is about to begin. <laughs> they sacrifice someone and then they watch swingers. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what's that? What's the like, guy? What's the other guy's name in Swingers? It's like John, that guy, John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's so. Oh, my leg itches. Yeah. Well, like, so I like, I dig that. So that's your, your head canon then is that they, there's like a, a sequel where it's like kind of a drama with the, uh, with, yeah, yeah it's a I family it. intervention drama about the mother's alcoholism. Right. I like it. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Brent, Brent, do you want to go ahead with your head canon or I can go first? It doesn't matter to me. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous because I don't want anyone to steal my head cannon. <laughs> okay. La- oh. Last time. Well, la- we're not recording. Well, last time, <laughs> last time our guest had the exact same head cannon Brent had, and they totally like they totally shat all over Brent's head cannon because they they like got to it first. I was just like, that's it. <laughs> okay, so like my head cannon begin it begins at the beginning. Uh huh. Okay. I always do one at the end, but this one's at the beginning. So like the the initial house, the antiquities dealer guy. The kids begin to get murdered. There's a shot of like the there's that one like ritual mask that's missing, right? And then and and then like um, and so there's the one kid left, you know, and the the the, uh, the, the, the knife is missing, and you don't know. And then like there's a shadowy figure, right? And the kids like like crab crawling, you know, crab crawl, like <laughs> all fours, all fours, oh, but yeah. like your belly's in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Like back. As like the killer like comes into in, in, into the light, and it's just Jim Carrey, and he puts the mask on, and he just like grips his face. You know, he's just like F R E A K Y. I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. So so is it like Jim Carrey? I like it. So like Jim Carrey as the mask, but he's a serial killer as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a good character at all. Oh, I like that. I do. Like, yeah. rather than stopping the bad the bad guy crimes, he's actually the bad guy. Yeah, yeah I dig he, it. He, like, turns into, like, the cartoon wolf and, like, eats your spine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. He your spine. <laughs> yeah. I like Would you that. rather the wolf go up or down? If, he's, if the wolf, if you were going to die, though, and the wolf starts in the middle of your back on your spine, do you want the dog to, uh, the wolf to go up or go down? Up. Well, I want to know, like, at at what point in my spine, is it closer to the top or closer to the bottom where I will, like, once it's severed, I'll stop feeling things? I assume closer to the top, I would think. That's why I went with up, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. That's the correct answer, guys. Good. That's the correct answer. Good. (laughs) Good. All right, Corey, what's yours? Nice. Well, okay, so my headcanon, I, so I came up with an idea, I feel like with any, so this is essentially a, a slasher movie, right? They, they don't skimp on the gore, it's as much a slasher movie as it is a comedy, right? Okay. So I thought that there should be a whole slew of sequels with this Vince Vaughn character as the slasher, um, uh-huh. because sure, he gets staked through his midsection at the end, but that never, that never killed Jason. Yeah, he's fine. He could totally come back. So my thought was to have each sequel would be, would use a different comedy device from like a well-known comedy movie. Right. Oh, like parent trap. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the first, one of the first ones I thought of was groundhog's day, but then, well, right before this podcast, I haven't seen happy death day, but Mm -hmm. Have you seen it, Emily? Happy yeah, Death? I love Happy Death Day. Yeah, so it's the same director, but it's essentially just Groundhog's Day as a horror movie, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah. So this director's already kind of doing what I had in mind. But, but so I'm going to go ahead and, and go through this for you guys anyway. So, so after this movie, Vince Vaughn gets stabbed with the wooden shaft or whatever. So he's in the hospital recovering, and... He has amnesia. He doesn't really remember who he is. So a Kurt Russell type character comes 
and tricks him into like going to his house and cleaning and kind of being a housewife and taking care of his four sons. <laughs> and it's like the movie Overboard, right? <laughs> so then, so then, uh, but eventually his murderous tendencies get out of hand and he starts killing people. So they have to like put him down, right? So that's the second movie. The third movie is a couple old geezers. They're like these Wall Street dudes take a bet on whether like, you know, you anybody could be rich or anybody could be successful. So they like trade places with Vince Vaughn's character and like a Dan Aykroyd type character in a trading places. So then Vince Vaughn is this like serial killer murderer, but he has to exist as this like corporate CEO Wall Street guy, right? <laughs> so that's, that's the third movie. So then the fourth movie uh, is like kind of a, guess who's coming to dinner so like this 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 black girl starts dating him and she takes him home and he doesn't get along with the dad and she's like daddy you're just just because you're different you know you're just because you're you're being racist and the dad's like no he's literally a psycho killer like i don't have a problem with him because he's white he's he's a murderer right like he killed the dog <laughs> he killed, yeah he nailed the dog to the wall like that's not so then so then the end of that movie they you know maybe there's a the dad like owns uh a plastic smelting company or whatever. So the final battle, he falls into this big vat of plastic or whatever. So the next movie immediately opens up where they're like sifting through this vat of plastic, but they, they misplace Vince Vaughn's body and he gets put with all of these other mannequins in this factory, right? Oh, you had me at mannequin. Yeah. So he gets shipped out to a JC Penny or something. And then an Andrew <laughs> McCarthy type character, when they put an amulet on him, it brings him back to life. And and he starts murdering oh. people, right? So it's it's that legit is a great idea. <laughs> like it would be like the sequ- you could do like the horror sequel to Mannequin. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So or you could do the Parent Trap, where he finds out that he has an identical twin brother who was raised with his mother, mm-hmm. and and his father was a serial killer, and he was raised with him, and they trade places when they meet in jail. <laughs> I love, or, or, or it could be like... The, or they don't know they're both in jail at the same time, and the jailers accidentally send them to the wrong places. Right, yeah, and he gets out earlier, but I, I'd like... I'd like for the brother to be like maybe a goody two two shoes, or even maybe he's like a he's youth. like Carlton Banks. Yeah, and he's like a youth leader at a church, right? Yeah. So he's like, yeah. <laughs> but that would be so, cute. so then, so anyway, so I've got a, I've got a couple more sequels. So then, so then after the mannequin sequel, he's sitting around and he starts realizing how much he misses the four boys that he was raising, right? Kurt Russell's sons from from Overboard. Oh. He's like, how I need to reconnect with these kids, but I'm a murderer. They don't really like me. So he calls because he sees an ad. Kurt Russell's taking out an ad for a nanny. And he's like, oh, hello, dear. I, I'd like to come be your nanny. And he's like, he's like, okay, well, what's your name? And he's looking around and, and he just goes to like the first thing he sees in his in his murder shack. And he's like, oh, oh, my name's Mrs. Knife Entrails. Right? So then, <laughs> So then, like a like a like a um, story of himself as a yeah. serial killer. It's like yeah, yeah. my name is the butcher. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Butcher. <laughs> yeah. So he has to dress up as an old Scottish lady, right? And I love that. Yeah. And then and then so the last the last movie in my in my in my franchise is a couple dudes. So he finally dies at the end of that movie. They actually okay. put him down for good. It's like the butcher's dead, and he's. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling Britt knows where I'm going. So then, 
So, but these two guys realize that he's still loaded from his time in the Trading Places movie, this Wall Street movie. He still has all these stock options. He's got money in foreign banks. So they have to take his dead body to the Cayman Islands to, to get his money out of the bank. And so, so they're like, so they're doing like a weekend at butchers. Yeah, but then, but then anytime he hears like this Caribbean island music, he goes around and starts murdering people. Uh, <laughs> you chose Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That that might be my favorite one. Yeah. So that's that's my idea for a franchise on this. So. Wow, guys, we we gotta. I think we can probably pretty easily raise some funds. Yeah. And start making these movies. I would think so. I I think Christopher Landon would be on board. <laughs> so. Next week, we're covering the 1999 Japanese horror film Audition. So make sure to check that out before next week. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Dangerous Explosion Presents Headcanon, on Instagram at Headcanon Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod. And you can also follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod. It was great having you on. Anything you want to plug or anything before we close up here? Uh, not right now. I have a I have a film shooting in Chicago in November, but when that comes out, uh, I'll let you know, and you guys can uh, you guys can roast roast my art. Yeah. <laughs> if you want. So we'll see we'll see how it goes. That's uh, okay, and we'll, we'll we'll have you back on closer to the release date, so you can you can plug it then. So. Yeah, I would love that. But uh, yeah, anytime you just need a, like an angry opinion about something, just give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I love it. All right. All right, All right. nice talking to cool. you guys. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming yeah, out. It's been fun. a blast. This has been Headcanon. Ah! Oh,